have an idea, question, or want to share your experiences on the show, contact Nick and Dave anytime. Email them at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text them at 407-674-0414. Follow Nick and Dave on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Listen to Nick and Dave on iTunes, Podcast Addict, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts, Nick and Dave. If you've listened to us before, if you've been following, you've subscribed to the Mousecapades podcast, you will often realize that uh, Nick gets a little hyper, and uh, I, I say things too soon, I think. So, I was wrong. Uh, our American Pickers episode isn't until next week. It is not this week. Dave and I were originally supposed to go over to a listener's house, and they have like this fungeon. That's what I want to call it, just like off of uh, Wreck-It Ralph, of all these wonderful Disney items that they're willing to sell. And uh, we were going to go down uh, in their basement. (laughs) No, we were going to go to their house and look at all this cool stuff and basically record our show from their place and advertise all the cool things and the cool relics that they have. One of them actually is a Space Mountain capsule vehicle that they're wanting to sell. And we're going to put all these pictures up on our uh, podcast with the amount and everything else. And there was some stuff that Dave and I were going to buy as well. I was super excited. I thought it was this week. Turns out I was wrong again. Dave was right. And I spoke too soon. So we have what I'm calling an emergency podcast. And I am with Jeff. Nick, how you doing? I'm great. And I'm so thankful that you, you came in on last minute notice because Dave's on holiday right now. Dave's not here. (laughs) Dave's not here. He's not getting paid. So uh, I will take his paycheck. He's not here. So it's just Jeff and I again. And of course, when you have Jeff in the room, we're talking Star Wars. Wars. That's That's right. right. So (laughs) this is going to be our emergency episode. We're going to talk Star Wars, but we're going to do a better job this time, I think, of linking it to Disney. Last time it was just about the storyline, The Force Awakens itself, although we are going to talk about The Force Awakens. I am, let's see, that is for sure. Yeah. We will definitely get into linking it with Disney. I I think last time we were so excited still from after the movie's release and we were just all over the place with The Force Awakens. So we will get back to The Force Awakens. We probably need, what, two, three, 12 more episodes on The Force Awakens to really get through the whole thing eventually, right? Oh, more like 10, 20, you know, whatever it takes, you know. A good good baker's dozen. Right. We hit 13. Yeah. If I'm doing my fourth grade math correctly. So... 
Uh, you know, Jeff and I actually discussed possibly doing a once a week episode of Star Wars, but I think I think that may be too much for me right now. You know, I got a lot going on where we're sure. publishing four episodes a week now. Uh, but that would be fun. Well, you, I, I, you and I will just talk about Star Wars at least once a week. We definitely could do this. You know, right now we're, we're at school. We had to move our studios to school. That's right. It was an emergency record. And so we're currently inside my room, if you can't tell. Uh, hopefully it's not echoing. But, uh, dude, I wouldn't mind sitting after school one time or once a week just doing this, talking yeah, about Star Wars. Absolutely. Because our listeners like a variety of things. Some like just talking about parks. Some like to talk just about trip planning. Some like to talk just about rides. Others, rumors and news, things like that. And we've gotten a lot of emails uh, from the, you, the listener, stating that, hey, man, we really liked your Star Wars episode. Really? Bring, bring, bring Jeff back on. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. So, uh, Jeff, take us through. You, you, you decided, hey, man, we need to link Star Wars to Disney. That's Last right. time we were all over the place, let's link it, brother. Well, you know, I do feel for some of your listeners who are listening for Disney stuff. And here we are just going on and on and on about Star Wars. So what I thought would be a great idea was to try to link it to Disney. And for me, that's the great job that Disney has done to really bridge the gap between the Star Wars generations. Of course, not just the, the generations of characters in the story, but the generations of viewers and fans, like like me and you. And for example, watching your son watch the movie when we watched it at the IMAX, right, um, was really cool. Which is a really neat experience. Like his watching his eyes light up, probably like our eyes lit up the first time that we saw Star Wars. It, it really was neat, and to see him in awe, because he's only seen the original Star Wars, you know, and obviously the the later episodes that came out in uh, early two thousand, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so for him, seeing this in the theater was a different experience in itself. Right. It was no longer at home sitting on the couch. It was with awesome surround sound, because you know, we don't have that at the house. But it was with these awesome speakers at the theater, and it was at the IMAX. Surround sound viewing, I mean, surround viewing, it wrapped around our whole entire head. I mean, it was 360. It was it was amazing. Yeah, and just being you know, just the thought of him sitting there with his dad. Sure. Oh yeah, sure. It was awesome. And also, like you said, being in the theater, like there's just nothing like being in the theater for a Star Wars movie. And when the music cues or when the crawler comes up and you hear people in the audience cheering and clapping and during the movie, you know, if you if you were seeing it for the first time, hearing people oh, should I say real quick, this this is a spoilers episode. Oh, sure. should put that out there. And again, if you haven't seen Star Wars yet. You're not a fan. And you're listening to a Star Wars podcast, then there's something wrong with you. Well, if you haven't seen it already, you're you're not a fan. Right. So that being said, you know, being in the theater when when Han dies and hearing the gasp from everyone who sees it for the first time, you just can't beat that. Well, even, you know, I think we're digressing here, but that's fine. Even when Han Solo uh, gently, like, caresses the cheek of his son, you know, as yeah. he's falling. Yeah. Like, I love you, my yeah. son. And he just and like, falls. Like, as a father, did that affect you? Probably probably affected you a little bit more than me. I mean, I'm not a father myself. Oh, yeah, I totally connected. I totally connected. That's awesome. With Solo. And, you like, know, we are, we are digressing, but, you know, since we're on this subject. Right. You know, when, when I'm asking you as a father, when Han yelled Ben, mm-hmm. did you feel, like, an anger in his voice? I... I it was a sternness. It was like when I yell at Colin, uh-huh. come here. Mm-hmm. It was that. It was Ben. Yeah. Oh, he's, I felt like he screamed it. I felt like there was anger in there. Like he's angry at his son. And of course, you know, after the movie, you know, even when I was a child, if I saw a movie that really inspired me, I had to go out the next day and buy all the toys. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the next day, 
Colin had me go. Actually, it was no, it was that night. I was out at 1030 o'clock at night because he's got me wrapped around his finger. Yes. We, we couldn't find anything, so we went to the Disney store. We went to Target first, and then mm. Target. Oh, and then we went to the Disney store the following day, and they had all the hookup for us. So he, he I have this here with me. He made me go out and get the Kylo Ren mask, right? Yeah, love this thing. Yeah, it, it is flipping awesome. Together, we will destroy the Resistance and the Last Jedi. How cool is oh, that? I know, I know. Don't fight it. You picked, no, you can't. You picked me up. To go to our recording of our, our the last pod, Star Wars podcast I was in, wearing that Kylo Ren mask. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, I guess I bought it for myself. No, no. Colin asked <laughs> if he could get it. He's like, dude, Dad, I want the mask. I want the lightsaber. I'm like, you want it? We can go get it. Yeah. You weren't complaining. No. You weren't going to tell that no, kid no. <laughs> I even spent, you know, and I, I spent one of my gift cards, like money, you know, like they got from Christmas mm-hmm. on him. That's how much I, like you're going back to the whole how cool is it to watch your son watch these movies? Yeah. I'm willing to go out and just spend the money that I had, you know, because I don't get money often just to spend. Right. Right. Like right. I, I don't. Yeah. And when you get it, you hold on to it because you don't know what you want. Yeah. Do I really need that? Right. You hold on to it. But or you're my, saving up for your next Disney trip. Right. Exactly. But when my son asked if he can get that, I, I, I took that card. Right. Oh, now. yeah. I'm like, dude, OK, we can go get it, dude. Yeah. You know, and it's another way that Disney is really bridging the gap. They've done so well with all these gadgets and toys like myself. When I was a kid, like most Star Wars fans my age, you know, my big thing was collecting the 3.75 inch action figures. Yes. Which I still have a few of them. A few. Some that's excuse sur- me. Well, I'm talking oh, oh, the about old the original. The old, yeah. Okay, got you know, it. the ones that survived uh, all, my, the all my dogs chewing them up. Survive my mom's garage sales. Fireworks. Like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so I have magnifying been, glasses. Like you said, we both don't really have a lot of, um, you know, expendable cash. Right. But as soon as those action figures came out, I have been collecting the heck out of them. Well, tell them what happened at, uh, where were we? Where were we? we weren't at Barnes & Noble. That's where we bought our books. But we were at. Oh, we were at V-Stock, V-Stock at yeah, the mall. V-Stock yeah. at the mall. Yeah, yeah. Tell our listeners the story about Kylo Ren. Yeah, like I have, I want to say I have about 16 of the action figures, all still in the box, of course. Right. You know, I, I don't know if I'll ever take them out. Who knows if I, you know, when I have kids one day, if I'll ever take them out, let them play with them. Who knows? But a couple of them, a few of them, the harder ones that I've been missing, you know, the big ones, Han Solo, uh, Finn, Starkiller Base Ray, which is the one I'm really trying to get on eBay right now, and Kylo Ren, they're so hard to find right now. So at V-Stock, and every time I stop at a Walmart, a Target, Toys R Us, Anytime I stop there, I'm always checking out the Star Wars section just to see if there happens to be an action figure hidden in the back somewhere that I don't have yet. So at V-Stock, here it is, Kylo Ren. And it's, of course, it's behind like a million other items. Like somebody had found it and didn't want anybody to find it, so they hid it so they can come back and it get really it It really was, but you sniffed that thing out. Oh, I did. And I, I had it, and I had it in my hands, and I thought, no. That's like, what she this said. is not. Oh! <laughs> I had, um, okay, I had it. And I thought, there's no way. This this cannot be it. And so I'm looking on the front and back, and sure enough, it was. So I, like, run up to the cash register, and I place it down on there. And the, the first thing the clerk says when he looks at, at it is, Kylo Ren, where did you find this? I'm like, well, right over here in the Star Wars section. He was so upset because I guess he'd been keeping an eye out for these things, too. And this Kylo Ren had slipped under his nose, but I wasn't about to let him have it. So That's I, spent awesome. the, I spent the nine bucks. And I got a Kylo Ren. <laughs> By the way, on eBay right now, it's 15 bucks. Speaking so. of Walmart and Kylo Ren, I'm such a dork. I'm, I'm bringing this to a whole nother level of nerdum. 
you know, storybook character day at our school. It's yeah. in March. Ooh, and yeah, I have yeah, convinced yeah, yeah. I have convinced listeners, I have convinced Jeff to go as Han Solo and I'm gonna help him make his outfit. Young Han Solo. Yeah, the young the original <laughs> Han Solo, by the way, the better one. And uh, I'm going as uh, Kylo Ren, and my wife, I've convinced her, she said, okay, to go as Rey, which is going to be super Oh, she did. She, dude, okay, gonna, yeah, that's great. Hot, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope she speaks with the British accent, too. Is she good at that? Can she do that? I don't know. She can do an impression of a goat, so I'm pretty mm. sure she can do a British. Yeah, we're not going to go there. Okay. So, hope, so, anywho, that'd be awesome. Like, I'm just, at home, I'll just tell her when we get back from school, just, just leave the costume on, hon. Yeah. You know, and right. we'll just be, I imagine us sitting on the couch as a family. Mm-hmm. I'm in my Kylo Ren outfit. Just flipping through the television, and I'm yeah. like, you know, hey Ray, go get me some chips, you know? <laughs> right. So, right. Anywho, go go make me a sandwich. I'm just joking. No. Hey Ray, go go pour some water into this powder <laughs> right, stuff right, right. and make this muffin grow out of a pan. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's your son? You're gonna have your son dressed up and in a costume too. Grab your stuff and get out of this ad ad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you gotta grab a uh, camera and get a picture of the three of you for uh, Christmas cards. Well, my year. my son's gonna be Kylo Ren. So I bought enough. So I was at Walmart. That's why I'm tying the story. I was at Walmart and I bought enough fabric for my son and I to build Kylo Ren costumes. And there's so many templates online. So it's going to be Kylo Ren and mini Kylo Ren. Oh yeah, it's a oh, mini. Oh, you got to get a picture for a Christmas. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. That's dude. great. It's going to be awesome. Speaking of Walmart, real quick, can I just jump in real quick and say, "Darn you, Stan Kroenke." Oh, darn yes, you! I forgot all about that. Yeah, we're all Rams fans here. Just real quick in the St. Louis area, and we have ADD. That's why we're all over the place. This yeah, episode. And right now we're the day after the Rams. Yeah, and I'm wearing a Rams hat. I'm wearing my Rams hat. Yeah. I'm in the morning. Now I'm not going to use any explicitives. Explicatives. Explic. Explicitives. Okay, I'm not going to use any of those, but I have a lot I could use. But darn you, Stan Kroenke. Oh, dude, there's so many different, there's so many cool things floating around Twitter right now mm-hmm. and, like, Facebook making fun of that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, it was awful. But, you know, we can't shop at Walmart anymore. Why? Unless they have good Star Wars 3.75-inch action figures. Why? Well, because he owns a giant stake in Walmart. Oh, does That's he? That's where most of his money comes from. You yeah. know, didn't he do the same thing to the Cal- to the Nordiques when they moved to Colorado? Didn't he own some? I'm not sure. I think he owned some of the you know, he Nordiques and he, he moved to Colorado. He technically does not own the Colorado Avalanche, right? which we all know is a bunch of baloney. Because he did the same thing, and they ended up winning the Stanley Cup the following year. So do you think the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl next year? No, it's not going to happen. You never know, man. You know, if if there's anybody I'd like to to jab Kylo Ren's lightsaber through, it might be Stan Kroenke. Oh, Stan Kroenke can go suck it. I hope they can't use this against me in a court of law or anything like that. What? If Stan Kroenke should actually get a lightsaber lightsaber stab through his gut. Oh, it's Jeff. Because that's how the move feels, man. That's when you change your name to Hefe. That's right. Yeah. All right. There's some dude named Hefe in Los Angeles. Speaking of digressing, blend right in. we are really digressing. You blend right in. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So where were we? Oh, we were talking let's talk about, about let's talk about book character day. Yes, there yeah. So anyway, that's up. what we're going. Right. At, so well, that brings that, told. that brings me up to you know we're both school teachers. You're teaching third grade. I'm teaching second grade, and it's so neat right now for me. I don't know about you. To see all the Force Awakens gear that the kids are wearing coming to school lately. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, it's amazing. The lunchboxes. Oh, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. The backpacks. Yes. They love it. And you know what's even better? I see on, especially the boys, I see more Kylo Ren t-shirts than anything. The I'm kids you, love Kylo Ren. Everyone loves Kylo Ren. So they better keep them around for a few episodes. Oh, I'm sure they, they will. They have to. Well, let's, If not, don't even kill them off. Well, let's get into Convert some Convert him then. into something else. 
But, you know, the kids are wearing the stocking caps. Like, my kid has the BB-8 stocking cap. Oh, yeah, I've seen the Force Awakens stocking yep. cap logo on the front. I'm going to be searching our lost and found here at school. For <laughs> Sell it on items. eBay? No, I'm keeping it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't fit, but I'm wearing it. <laughs> Shut up, honey. Anywho. Yeah, what else? Dude, they're walking around with these backpacks. They're walking around. I mean, they got it all. Oh, it's one of amazing. my students got one of the B- remote control BB-8s. Yes, I you, saw that. Yeah, you, you work it on your device. I was walking down the hallway the other day, and BB-8 went screaming past the me. Most ama- if you guys haven't seen this yet, you've got to go check this out. It is truly the most amazing toy I've ever seen. Like, it's legit. It's a ball that rolls around on the ground, and it's got BB-8's ma- uh, uh, magnetic head on top. And it, it rolls around just like BB-8, and you can have him shake his head no and, and nod his head yes. I don't know how much for it the is. Price I've, heard, of, I've heard 50 bucks or 150 bucks for I this thing. I thought it was two. Is it I, 150 I, It might be. But one of my students said he had this, and I said, bring that up here. Mm-hmm. He said, well, it's not show and tell. I don't care. Bring that up here. And his right. mom even asked me, like, are you sure? Like, he said he could bring this up. Is that okay? Yes, bring that thing up here. I loved it. I was loving yeah. every minute of it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about what what they've done, what Disney has done, you know, to incorporate Star Wars into the parks. Can we go there? Yeah, we can. Okay, let's go there. Now, we all know that Disneyland and Disney World, uh, they've had Star Tours, and that ride is flipping awesome. We all know what it is. You're on a, a transporter. I actually don't know what it is, so... I, oh, you have I know, which is so crazy. Here I am on a Disney podcast. I haven't been to can, Disney World in 12, 15 years. Can I pull it up on YouTube for you real let's quick? Let's do it. Yeah, let's watch oh, it. Oh, sweet. Here, let me, let's go to YouTube. So I'm going to go to, let's see, let's pull up. So people have gotten their cell phones out and recorded the rides? Yeah. Or, or, is that legal? Does Disney like that? Or Oh, no, they don't care, dude. They want, they want you to broadcast this all over because they want people to come. Okay. Like, you're going to watch this, and you might say, I got to ride that oh, ride. okay. I see what you're saying. I am going out there. Gotcha. Right? Okay, so what do we have here? What's okay, like so a guy is... pushing one of the, the frozen carbonites. There's R2-D2? Yeah, so look. There's Princess Leia. Holy cow. Is that R2-D2? Yeah, so what you have Princess here... Princess Leia. No, no, Princess Leia oh, isn't. I don't, I don't know if that was her. <laughs> so you have all these alien races that are getting onto a transport. Holy smokes. That are basically traveling from one star system to the next, as if you're traveling from one city to the next, right? Okay. So okay. it's like getting on an airplane. And so you enter into the shuttle. And these are legit with animatronics. C3, oh, yeah. With wow. C-3PO. Oh, my gosh. And so here you are. You're in the bay, right? Oh, in the launch bay. You're I'm getting goosebumps line. right yeah. now, man. And so this is like a this is a 3D virtually virtual reality ride. Wow. So you have 3D glasses on. You got a, tor- a stormtrooper stopping you. Right. Some droid comes they're up. They're scanning you. Okay. And so here they're signifying that <laughs> that you have a mole on board. So like, they, they pulled up an actual picture of somebody on the ride. Yeah. That's so it's hilarious. Actually, yeah, and they get that and they get that from the queue line. Oh my god. Yeah, so they take a picture of someone in the queue line. <laughs> so yeah, well, and then you're out and you're flying with yeah, the Millennium out, Falcon. Yep, yep, you're following the Millennium Falcon. Now, this is the new Force Awakens update to Star Tours. Have you been on and this yet? N- no, not the updated one because okay. the movie just came out. I haven't been out there since okay. then. But hopefully we can go out this this April when Dave goes out there for his run. So you go into hyper... Look at that, dude. Hyperdrive, dude. So so they, before the Force Awakens, they had Look at Star, Wars, Star Wars things at Disney World. Oh, yeah. And Disney so World. here's the new update. You're in Jakku. Guess who's flying that Millennium Falcon? Oh, it's got to be. It's Ray. And look, Finn. Finn. Finn's in oh, there. Finn's but shooting. Ray's, right. Ray's flying. Now Finn's talking to you. Oh, my right? gosh. And he's, try- he- he's saying, hey, 
follow me. Follow me through the at at. You know, just stay okay. close, stay low. They can't. You know, the they won't be able to tie fighters well, hold on a second. Now, you. Is is he flying it or is he manning the guns? Because if he's flying, oh no, this is from the movie. Yeah, this is straight from the so movie. So he is. So it's like you're in, in the cockpit with Ray flying right. it, and Finn is communicating to you. And this is where the Millennium Falcon kind of. Like stalls a little bit. Yes. And is the blast. Yes. Is, oh, I love it, man. So now you're going through an at at. You're inside this. No, you're not an at at. You're in a star destroyer. A star destroyer. Yes. Right. Okay. Me, a yeah. star destroyer. Wow. And then you crash. Right. Okay. So now we kind of deviate from the movie a little right. bit. Right. But look, look at the scavengers. Take. They took stuff off of your own cruiser. <laughs> they, that's the. That's the simple. That's the logo. Oh my for god. For the transporter you're on. Oh, so that's you awesome. fall down and they take your hood ornament. The scavenger. Right. How cool is that? I wonder if you get off the ride if you look on the front of your your vehicle. If that ornament is there or not. Only, That's only, oh, and there's BB-8. Only in Los Angeles would someone take your hood ornament, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. So there's BB-8. Yeah. So this is the new update. And he's right now he's telling you that he's on a secret mission. It's classified. Follow okay. me, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. So it kind of mimics, you know, mirrors yeah. the storyline. And story you just line. know this from watching this video? You just you know all this info from watching oh, this you, video because you oh, haven't I've been seen, on this. No, but I've seen it part. before. But I've seen okay, it before. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. So and that's basically it. But you know, in the original ride, there's like fifty different ver- fifty different types of rides, fifty different scenarios. Oh, they really? just added one. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what? So what other kind of things Star Wars related? Like, is this the the main Star Wars ride? Well, it is for now. Okay. It is for now. Now, this, you can find this at Disney World and Disneyland. Actually, mm. at Disney World, you can find it at Disney Hollywood Studios, okay. which is where I'm trying to get you to go out to. I'm right. trying in April. I'm trying to get you to right. go out there. We're going to try to make a pilgrimage out to uh, check this out. And oh my gosh, what are those little droids yes. on top? Man, this is an experience just watching this. Oh, on and YouTube. you're twisting. You're bent. the whole thing's moving. The whole vehicle is right. moving. You're going forward. You're going backward. You're right. going side to side. You really feel like you're in flight. See, we've got to go now. We've got to go and now. Colin rode this ride like three or four times in a row. Not even kidding. <laughs> he kept too. wanting to go ar- yeah. around and around. Now, you do exit through the launch bay, and okay. it's a gift shop. And then that's where you get to build all of your, like, excess, like your, oh, you your lightsaber. lightsaber. Oh, yeah, so you get to build yes. a lightsaber. And you get, to, you get to pick your own crystals to put in there, and it gives it different sounds. Oh, I'm in love. I'm in love So already. we're definitely going to that. So, it, so check that out on YouTube. Uh, Star Tours, The Force Awakens, brand new scene. Season of the Force out at Disneyland for my Disneyland individuals. And you can also, hopefully, I believe they have updated that for Disney World as well. So another update that they did at Disneyland, you know, they took Space Mountain and reclaimed it, renamed it as Hyperspace Mountain. Okay. And so this is pretty cool. So you can see the entrance. And now it's Hyperspace Mountain. Yeah. Pick up what they're putting down. So Space Mountain. Now, listeners, Jeff has never been to Disney World or Disneyland, correct? I've been to Disney World. Oh, you have? A few times, but it's been about 12, 15 years. So do you remember Space Mountain? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you know your, okay, so you know the concept of Space Mountain. So check this out. So they've remodeled it. And as you go up, you ascend to the first hill. They're playing... Uh, Star Wars music, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. It, it is slick. Is that a real person back there? Yeah, and okay. he's yeah he's making sure that everything's good to go mm-hmm, before you launch. Mm-hmm. And so you're going up the first hill, right? And so check this out. You go through. You go into hyperspeed. Oh, oh dude, it's awesome. Oh. Check that out. Right. I mean, it, it it is purely amazing. All the stars and the planets. There go the Tie Fighters right past you. Right. Pew, pew. 
going right by you, and now you're in space. Look at that. Look at that. Were those sound effects from this video, or did you just make I those sound effects? I just made that, that sound effect. Pretty good. Should I, be felt a voiceover? Like I felt like I was oh, in Oh, that's that awesome. So check this out. See all the stars going by? And do you see? That's awesome. Like, you actually feel like you're in space. Like This one's at Disneyland, correct? Yes. We're going to have to go to both But this parts. is legit. We're going to have to go to both. Nick. You're in a roller coaster going all over the place right now, seeing all these images. And again, this is Disney bridging that gap. Because here I oh, am, yeah. almost a 40-year-old man, and I've got goosebumps and chills right now. Like, oh, yeah. I've got to get to this park. Like, I know you and, you and Dave. We've been there, take yeah. Take those chills for Disney in general. Right, right. Know? But this. Yeah, yeah the, X, the X-Wings that are tracking down the TIE fighters and destroying them right in front of your face. I mean, it is simply amazing. You're, going, you're, living, you're living through a battle right now. You're going through a battle. Now, now I believe, um, was that last week when Vicky was on? After her trip to Disney World. What about it? Well, but didn't she mention some new Star Wars things, like just out and about, like a Star Wars area? Oh, Launch Bay. Launch yeah. Bay. Launch okay. Bay. And that's where they have all of your new Disney props. Like, I mean, excuse me, movie props, where they have like legit, legit, legitimate... Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Like, can like, you put your hands on them? No, they're oh, okay. all encased. <laughs> but you can get your picture taken with a Wookiee. Okay. And it's a legit Wookiee. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a Wookiee from the movie. I mean, so here you have Chewbacca, a uh-huh. replica, well, not a replica, but it's, a, it's Chewbacca. Sorry, did I say Chewbacca? <laughs> no, I don't know what you said. And the Midwest saying of it, I guess. So anyway, no, no, you're you fine. have Chewbacca right, right there and you get your picture taken with them, right? Right. But you just have to stand back because, you know, if, yeah, yeah, his head would be cut off. If well, you, sure. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So you got things like that. They have Kylo Ren. You can look at Kylo Ren's lightsaber and his outfit and all this cool stuff. They have that all on display. It is purely amazing, especially like out there at Disneyland, what mm. they have going on right now. And oh. they have they're building Star Wars land. You know, over in Disney World and in Disneyland. Oh, are they really? You didn't know that? No. Oh this my is gosh, amazing. you are in for a treat. So they are extending. They are building Star Wars land, right? And it's okay. going gonna, gonna to intertwine with Rivers of America. And Rivers of America is actually only going to lose a little bit. And, and a lot of people have complained that, you know, Star Wars should not be in Disneyland. You know, it's awful that they're doing this. Walt Be- Whitney wants so this. Much, because it's so much smaller. Disneyland. Yeah. Well, is that, that and it's Star Wars. It has nothing to do with w- what Disney created, okay. which they have a valid point. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And yeah. it's taken over some of Rivers of America, which that, which the, the boat ride is going to get drastically shorter. But that Star Wars land, I've looked at the concept art, and it is just purely amazing. And and I'll pull it up here for you. Uh, let me type in Rivers of America. I mean, it looks amazing, man. The concept art is so cool. So this is what's coming, right? This is not ready yet, correct? Oh, no, this is not coming. I mean, this is not ready yet, excuse me. But check this out. So here's the concept art right here. Um, they're going to kind of redo uh, Rivers of America. So they're still, they're still using that old steamship? Oh, yeah, dude, they got that. That's part of the ride, man. But look at that. You have the train that's actually going to be on a bridge going across. So right? what are you on? Are you on the ship or are you on this train? No, no, no. So with the addition of Star Wars land, uh, there's plans for the, the new waterfront in Frontierland or along the north, uh, I believe it's the north bank of Rivers of America. And so okay. that's been revealed. Okay. And here, look at this concept art, dude. Here's the rendering. That looks simply beautiful, does it not? It looks like Star Wars art. You know, you It kind of does Star look like Star Wars, Wars art, but that's not Star Wars land. Oh, it's not? No, no, that's okay. not Star Wars land. That's just a section they're taking out of Rivers of America. And so you've never been there, but so I can tell. you're showing me the beautiful part they're taking out? Oh, uh, some of it. No, 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 no. That's, 
the the train, how it goes across there uh-huh. with that waterfall, that's yeah. all going to be kind of new. Okay. And so they're taking oh, away from that. So this is a new picture of Rivers Over Gotcha. America. So the yeah. steamship isn't necessarily a part of the Star Wars. No, 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 gotcha. no, no. no. That's the so part if you've been there place. before, you're like, wow, this looks different. This okay. looks beautiful. They're changing it to that, you know? So, so anywho, a part of Star Wars land is going to take over Rivers of America, and that's where people are complaining. That it's not what Walt Disney would want. So all that hasn't come yet. So what no. is what is there now that you haven't seen? Well, first off, let's backtrack a little oh, sure. bit. I kind of agree with some of the viewers that have, have actually complained to us and on forums that they don't feel that Star Wars land should go into Disneyland. Right. And my answer to that, my opinion I should say to that is, you know what, I think there's a little truth to that mm-hmm. because I kind of do agree that's not what what Walt set out to do. Mm-hmm. But just like, let's take our country for example in the Constitution, it is ever changing. It grows with time. Right. I think it's time now that Disneyland starts growing with time. Sure. You know, and expanding. So maybe we can refer but, to these people as Disney purists. I guess yeah. so. So what I, I what, think this part of the park though would be more intended for Disney or Disney's California Adventure, which is right across the street from Disneyland. Okay. And that's where they focus more on the animation aspect of Disney, mm-hmm. like more of the animated rides. Okay. Yeah, you have Little Mermaid there, you have Monsters Inc. there, you know. So you have a lot. It foc- the whole focus is a little different, mm-hmm. and I think maybe Star Wars Land would fit better over there, but they just don't, simply don't have the land, right? So they had to put it where they could, you know, get their resources from. Mm-hmm. And, and well, from what I remember, always hearing like, can't, can't you practically walk around Disneyland like the blocks like outside of it? Like it's literally like right there. Oh, no, you have downtown, the downtown oh, oh, you're talking about you're talking about. Uh, you're talking about the common area, and they have Disneyland and Disney California Adventures. Well, yeah, well, it's just such a small area that you could, you know, not be in the park, and you're just walking around Los Angeles, and all of a sudden, oh, here's Disneyland. Oh, it pops up on you. Yeah. Now, it's not in Los Angeles. It's in Anaheim, California. Oh, yeah, which is still, like, just crowded and... and right, right. So, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's pure hell to get so from Los got, Angeles so to Anaheim. Make, I've done it multiple times. They've got to use every inch of space. That they have. They've got it. Mm-hmm. Every inch of space is taken Oh, up. definitely. Yeah, so I could definitely see where the Disney purists are upset. But, you know, how much has changed other than the Star Wars stuff that maybe Walt Disney hadn't envisioned? And also, how much has come and gone right. af- after Walt Disney's passing that, you know, this Star Wars is not going to be around forever, right? Oh, dude, I think it will be. I think I now mean, well, that Disney has invested so much money and they're building... Two big parks on both coasts, you know, investing so much money and it's going to have its own land. Right. It'll be around forever. But aren't they constantly changing things, though? Like, aren't things constantly changing um, in, in both parks, both Disneyland and Disney World? Because they want to keep people, they want to give people reasons to keep coming back. Yes and no. They add to and take things away. I okay. mean, I like your examples like Captain EO and now the new Pixar film, you know, exhibition that's there. But, uh yeah, um, so maybe I'm just constantly. trying to maybe I'm just trying to justify it. For no, no, Disney they're going to be there for quite a while. You know, like, but like, you know, let's not get so upset. You know, Disney himself, though. Too here's my other argument. He was an innovator. Correct. He really didn't create. Yeah. Now he did. Don't get me wrong, but he had a bunch of people creating for him. Mm-hmm. He was simply an innovator. He took old ideas and existing technology and built upon that. So that's what Disney is doing here. Right. They're building upon their empire. And no pun intended. <laughs> and so 
to then, and then I look at that and I'm like, there's no argument, mm-hmm. you know, cause that's what Walt would want. So what I would like, if I could put a call out to your, to the listeners, if you've seen the new star Wars stuff that's in the parks, send us pictures, send us your opinions. Tell us what to look for when we go down there. Tell Definitely. us what we're going to like. Tell us what we're not going to like. What can we expect? Things like that. So they can text us. Is that right? Right. Well, bef- yeah, they can text us. Before we get in that, because we are going to wrap up here in just, a, in just a little bit. Oh, no. We can't wrap up. We've got to go at least another hour, okay. right? <laughs> Let's talk about the books, man. So okay. we both purchased some books at Barnes & Noble. That's right. And you did you go ahead and check out at the library the Aftermath? I did check out Aftermath, and I'm about about halfway through it. And I remember I, I, I've also read, and I've, I've heard on other podcasts, our favorite Star Wars podcast that we listen to, it's not really well liked. And I actually did not like the Aftermath book at the beginning, but I got to tell you, man, it's growing on me. Yeah, it's it, it did me. not get good reviews. It did not. And it, I think the that biggest That is a complaint, not connect. It did, right. Okay, tell us. Well, I, you know, what, I'm not sure what they were expecting. If they were expecting like an atlas or a, a huge timeline of events, you know, this is a fiction story. This is a fiction storybook. So it's not like you're opening up an encyclopedia of what happened at the end of the Battle of Endor and then all of a sudden The Force Awakens. This is telling a story with all new characters, well, mostly new characters. And there are a lot, there's a lot of information. I'm only about halfway through. There's a lot of information about what's going on after the Battle of Endor. And things are not cool right now. Things are not cool. And when this story takes place. Now, what you've read so far, does it kind of mirror what we see in The Force Awakens? No. Is there any hint to the four? No, not see, at all. I think that's what view that's what readers want. Well, right, but I think what this book is really showing is is that after the Battle of Endor, it wasn't, you know, we when we saw at the end of the the movies when George Lucas redid the movies and we saw the celebrations on Coruscant and things like that. That's actually where the story starts. That celebration on Coruscant. Okay. And uh, I guess I should give a spoiler alert for the book, but it's at the very beginning. But that celebration on Coruscant is immediately interrupted by the remnants of the Empire. How so? Well, people... So when they're left cheering, you see them cheering. People are cheering. And then what happens? And last, lassos and ropes are being thrown on Emperor Palpatine's statue, and they're working to pull down the statue, and they finally tear it down. And this is being told from the point of view of a father and son. And it's a, it's a younger son, like maybe 10, 11, 12 years old, I forget. And all of a sudden, here comes some... I believe they were... I, want, I don't think they were stormtroopers, but I believe they were part of, like, like Palpatine's guard or maybe like the government guard that just show up and just start blasting away all these all these civilians. Could this be the First Order? No, no, no. No, okay. this is still the Empire. Because when this story starts, the Empire... Well, I mean the beginnings of the First Order. It could be, but remember that the First Order were birthed, if I can oh, say that, true, from the true. ashes of the Empire. So the Empire is still very strong. The Empire still has a few Star Destroyers under their control. They have a new Grand Moff in charge. They have um, captains in charge of these Star Destroyers. Now, things aren't as great as they were before for the Empire, obviously. They've, like, the head has been cut off the Empire. They've lost their second Star Destroyer. But the Empire, the Imperial Navy, is still very strong. Very strong. And the New Republic um, Senate and the New Republic government is still very loose. And people aren't agreeing. And things are just not going well right now. They're not going as well as probably you and I thought at the end of Return of the Jedi. Sure. Because for me and you, at the end of Return of the Jedi, oh, everything's been great. Everything's fine. You know, Princess Leia probably leads the New Republic, and there's peace across the galaxy. Now, of course, 
in the um, old expanded universe, you know, all the books that came out and who knows, before ben, The Force Awakens. And who knows? Ben Solo could have been conceived that night. He could have been. He could have been. He could have been. I don't know if I don't know, I'm trying to do the math. Here. Do I don't the, think that's uh, possible. Uh, could possibly, maybe, possibly, possibly. Because yeah, Ben or Ben Solo's mm. in his mid thirties. You know, there's some. Uh, you know, there's some. So that is that is totally legit. It could have. There's some speculation that Poe Dameron was conceived somewhere, and or somewhere on these at these celebrations. Okay. So that's. I think that's pretty cool. But I think we need to give this book a chance because, as far as I know, it's not. This book is not the end of the aftermath. Right. There's in the new canon, there's aftermath and there's going to be an aftermath, you know, second book, third book, possibly more. So let's hold judgment until after all the aftermath books come out. And I've been reading The Force Awakens. And one, two things I thought were just super cool about The Force Awakens. When Ray, you know, finds BB-8 and she, you know, she's a scavenger. You're so talking she, about the differences in the book from the movie, Oh, right? yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Or the so, things missing from the movie that were Right, in the book. right. Yeah, so this was pretty cool in the book. After she's done scavenging and she finds her parts and she has BB-8 following her and she goes to turn her parts in after cleaning them, you know, mm-hmm. and she's offered that, what, that 60 portions of food for the droid? Something like that, yeah. She was, in the book, she's offered 100. Okay. And she sells them. She says yes and starts to take the food, right? Really? Like she committed and said she yes. She says yes. Yeah, she said yes. Okay. She commits and is like, yeah, because she even heightened it up from, like she rose the stakes from 60 to 100. And she didn't think he was going to say yes. And since he did... Oh, she counter-offered. She counter-offered and said, really? 100. And he said, okay. Wow. Let me get it. Okay. And she's like, in her mind, she's thinking, oh my gosh, he said yes. Mm. He said yes. Mm. That's awesome. Okay. That's a lot of food. I can go on vacations. I don't have to work as hard. I can do this. I can do that. I can, I can relax. go on vacation. No, that's what it says in the book. I <laughs> no can, kidding? It said I can go on vacation. I can sleep. Well, she can get off the plane. I'll have maybe. leisure time. Trade food for transportation. Right. Right. Because that's, so, that's why she's stuck on the planet. Because all she can work for day in and day night is food. Food. Yeah. So, Meager portions of food. So she sells them. And it's not until he gets ready to claim him mm-hmm. that she backs down. Okay. I, I think that's cool. I can see why they changed it in the movie a little bit. Because I do remember in the movie, he offers her the portions. Mm-hmm. And she the, thinks about it. And she, she actually starts to scoop right. her way and stops. So in the movie, it's kind of like that unsaid moment where, yeah, Ray, for a split second or a moment, does accept that food. And in the book, BB-8's arguing with Ray, like, why are you doing this? And she understands him. And she shuts him down. Just like in the movie. She shuts him down. Really? Turns him completely off. Wow. They said his head slid all the way to the sand. Oh, that's cool. That's cool to know, actually. And shut him down so he'd shut up. (laughs) Because she had a conscience. Right. And does does it say why? She just suddenly changed her mind, or did she just have, have a feeling? Yeah, uh, a little bit of both, actually. Good point. Okay. Uh-huh. She felt bad for the okay. droid. Okay. Because she was afraid if he got in the hands of so someone else. Because flipping adorable. He, he kind of is. He is. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Who would have who thought a, a, a ball would? <laughs> so, anywho. And then, and then she doesn't want him to get in the wrong hands. Okay. Because of the whole classified bit. Mm-hmm. And she starts to feel bad. And she has a gut feeling that she shouldn't do it. Yeah, just like when she first encountered BB-8. And she knew she knew that that creature that had captured right. him was just going to break him apart and sell him for parts. So she was already kind of a you know kind of had a little bit of emotion for him. But when it comes to a hundred portions of food, that's right. a different story. I mean that's right. that's life changing. And another event in the book that was different from the movie, which I wish they would have kept in the movie because it would have added something. It would and it wouldn't have added seconds to the film either. 
when she's in Han Solo's Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. trying to get away from the TIE Fighters, when she's doing the barrel roll with yeah. Finn inside, right. she goes inside the Destroyer. Yeah. As she does the barrel roll, it slows down in slow motion in the book, right? At least mm-hmm. that's the feeling you get. Mm-hmm. She says that she sees brown golden fur twinkling across in front of her, like floating in front it of her. It says brown golden fur or brown golden hair? Hair, hair, okay. hair, hair. So I'm thinking Chewbacca. Okay. So they're in the cockpit. Right. In the cockpit. That does make sense. My, when you said that, the first thing I thought was blonde hair, Luke Skywalker's oh, hair. Oh, Okay. So I'm but, thinking... No, that's got to be Chewbacca's So I'm head. thinking, dude, that's so cool. What a cool thing to put in the book. Right. Because you're you're already thinking, yeah, you know, Chewbacca and Han Solo, 30 years ago, they had that ship and his hair, he shed mm-hmm. and his hair is still inside. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? See, and I she was wondering, great. and she's wondering like, what is that? And right. she's doing the barrel roll. Right. Her attention was on the hair. Or, now, did, you know? she, did she make that connection? Have you gotten to the part yet where she and Han and Doesn't she make a connection. She does Doesn't not make a connection. connection. No. Okay. It's just something in the book that was right. comical. An afterthought. Yes. That she had. That's awesome. And, so that, that and to me, cool. like, you know, because that book also did not get the best reviews. It did not. But it's the little it things not. like that, man, that just make it totally, totally worth it. So Disney, let's get back to, you know, our focus of this of our episode. You know, Disney has done a lot to incorporate Star Wars, you know, they, they always had, you know, mm-hmm. years ago they had Star Tours, but then when they purchased the rights to Star Wars, at that point you can do anything. Yeah. You have total rights of everything. Right. And so you can create these lands. Mm-hmm. You can build upon these movies. And for the next generation of kids that are growing up, they'll have a whole new experience of Star Wars. But what's even better, it's the Disney way. Yeah. I, that's even better. Yeah. Because and, I feel Disney truly gives you an experience. Oh, they do. And I, I, I told you, by the very first podcast I was on, way before, when, the, when the trailers were coming out for Force Awakens, yeah. I was telling you about how I... May I, the 4th be with you. Yeah, that that's, right, that's right. I, was, I totally loved the Clone Wars cartoons. And I'm, right. I'm pretty sure Disney had... I'm pretty sure. Like, don't quote me on this. But I'm pretty sure Disney had full control over those. Those were amazing. Did a great job of bridging all those blank spaces in the prequels. In a cartoon. In right. a cartoon of all things. Right. And I noticed, by the way, um, in the Aftermath book, when you open it up, and it gives you, it starts to give you a list of all of the literature and the, and the new things that are now official canon. And in that official canon, you know, it talks about you know, the prequels books. It talks about the original trilogy books. It talks about the, the new Force Awakens book. But, um, oh, of course, Aftermath. Did I mention that? But... Something that's canon now, that's listed as canon, is the new Star Wars Rebels cartoon, which is amazing, by the way. So I think that's really neat. And and those listeners out there who watch the Star Wars Rebels will know who I'm talking about, but the, the Jedi and Star Wars Rebels, uh, canon, or canon, however you want to pronounce it, and his Padawan, Ezra, you know, they're two Jedis, or a Jedi and his Padawan, who are alive and using lightsabers between... Revenge of the Sith, and A New Hope. And those two characters are officially part of canon now. So to me, like these, this, the Star Wars Rebels cartoon has just suddenly become so much more interesting because what happened to these two Jedi? Sure. What happened to them? Another great thing Disney's doing. I'm yeah, Disney's it. doing some wonderful things, and we got to get you out there. I know we were tossed around the idea of possibly rooting Dave on on his next marathon, his That's Star right. Wars marathon out That's there right. in we'll April. be rooting him on no matter what. Right, but, but we're going to try to get out there around the 16th of April, I, I think it is, right? Mm. We're just going to root him it's on gonna be, It's going to be tough. I'm trying to buy a new house right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. And my wife you know, wants to go, and if I go, then I have to take my kid 
Mm-hmm. It's $200 right now to get into the race. Maybe some of your listeners could sponsor us. That would be awesome. <laughs> Thanks ahead of time, everyone. <laughs> so, but I think it'd just be way too much for me, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, I do want to get out there. So we've gone on a little bit. We haven't talked much about the Force Awakens movie, but I, I've got to throw this in before we go, Nick. Because, you know, our favorite podcast that we listen to. Can we throw a shout out to those guys? Have you done that yet? Our favorite Star Wars podcast? No, I have not. To? I have not. Can, not. Do you mind throwing a shout care. out to those guys? I I just, I'm loving the Rebel Force Radio podcast. I am addicted to that. Haven't gotten all the way through them. I'm, on, I'm still on, on the third one of the, we gotta uh, get them on, the Force Awakens uh, reaction shows. I love the guys. Um, and they're right there in Illinois. You know that? Are they? Oh, yeah. He yeah. talks about Chicago. He's based in Illinois. Yeah. I'd love to get together with those guys. But... From what I hear, and this may have, their opinions may have changed, but the majority of the opinion is still, and you heard me talk about this last time I was on, Nick, talking about Star Wars, majority of the opinions are that Luke is Ray's father. And I'm telling you, that's not true. Ray's parents are Han and Leia Solo. That's what I think. Yeah. And Ray and Kylo People Ren still are think it's Luke? A majority. A majority. What? I'm See, on a lot nothing, of, no evidence, no proof from the storyline would give me that indication. Now, there are a lot of arguments and, and things like that that I can see where they're coming from. But I'm telling you, I believe if you really look at the plot points I of The go- Force Awakens and everything that Star Wars is supposed to be, and Star Wars is a story about the Skywalker family. True. And yeah, I know that I'm saying that Rey is a solo. It's probably Rey solo. But also, you know... Um, Kylo Ren is also not technically a Skywalker, but a lot of people, you know, connect him to Darth Vader. He's got Skywalker blood in him. He does, and so does Rey, I'm telling you. And so my my theory is that, because, uh, you know, in the movie, Kylo Ren has this, he's drawn to the light side, and he's struggling with that, which we've never seen before. He's struggling with this calling to the light side. And what is his struggle with the light side? It's his family. And he, he tried to prove to Snoke that he was done with his family, that they meant nothing to him by killing his father. Why does he have to prove to Snoke that he's done with his family? And I truly, truly believe this, that um, when Rey and the Knights of Ren slaughtered Luke's Jedi Academy, which we assume he did, I mean, we, mm-hmm. we, we, that's not proven yet, but we assume that sure. the Knights of Ren slaughtered all the Padawans, you know, burned the Academy down, Kylo Ren could not bring himself to kill his little sister, who also must have been a student of Luke's or was going to be a student. This is all hypothetical. This did not happen. This is my theory. You're inferring all this. Yeah. And I believe Kylo Ren, that was his, because it's pulled to the light side. No, I agree with you. It's his family. I agree with you. So he couldn't kill his little sister, but he still wants to prove to Snoke that, you know, he can be a Sith or or, whatever he's supposed to be. You know what's going to be funny? What's that? When we finally watch the other episodes and we Mm -hmm. realize we're wrong. (laughs) That's what's going to be funny. (laughs) Or we realize we're right and we can go back and play this. But one more thing, real quick. So, you know, Kylo did did not want Snoke or the other Knights of Ren or whomever to know that he had saved, let his sister live. So Kylo Ren hides his sister. Hit her on Jakku. On Jakku. And one more thing that I haven't mentioned since our, that I, I figured out since our last episode. How many one more things do you have? Come oh on. Oh, gosh, I've got at least eight more. <laughs> is that I, I now believe, because I heard, and I'm seeing the movie again tonight, I heard that in Ray's flashback, there's a female voice that says, um, like, I'll come back for you, sweetie. No, yes, there okay. is. Okay, I still haven't heard that. I'm, boy, I'm going to listen hard for that tonight. Um, but I believe now that Leia also had a part in helping Kylo Ren or Ben Solo. Oh, sure. Ray on Jakku, because there is that woman's voice, but Leia would not have left Ray with, um, what's what's the, the scavenger uh, head guy's name? 
the guy that gives her the portions. Oh, dude, I don't know, dude. I, thought, I assumed you, know, you he, would know. He's, uh, we assume that or we assume the one, he's the one that had her hand and said, "Come along, girl." Right, right. So Leia would not have left him, but Leia would have worked with Kylo Ren to put her someplace safe. Sure, and um, that would explain why Han doesn't recognize her. Han might think that he did kill her. Han might think that. And also, it might explain why Leia was so adamant that she knows that there is still light in Kylo Ren. She knows there's still good in him. Oh, I think there still is, even though he off his dad. Because she knows that he couldn't kill his sister. Sorry, everybody, that was my last one. No, thing. it's all good. You know, I was going to tell you a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how we need to get some dudes on from Rebel Force Radio on our podcast. Which yeah. They'd, at that point, it would be like a lateral move. For, not even a lateral move for him. It'd be a downgrade <laughs> it for would him. would be right. <laughs> uh, we, you know, I'm trying to get on. I think his name is Ryan Weber or Weber. He, mm-hmm. he was a special effects guy. Him and his buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, they were found on YouTube by LucasArts. Hired by them like 15 years ago. Super awesome dudes. Intelligent. Uh, very awesome. I mean, they're, they're very creative. They created these YouTube clips of them with lightsabers. Okay. Art said, hey, this is great. How did you do that? We want to hire you. And they had a hand in the last film, The Force Awakens. And his name is actually on the credits. Well, it just so happens, a teacher here, it's his, I guess it's his aunt's son. So okay. she's going to contact her aunt. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. And say, hey, tell your son, mm-hmm. go on the Mousecapades podcast if he likes it or not. Uh-huh. And we all know when your mom tells you to do something, <laughs> you should probably do it, right? Right. So we're going to, you know, bend his arm that way to get him on the podcast. So what you're telling me is, is that we know someone who knows someone who knows someone on the Rebel Force Radio podcast. No, not Rebel Force Radio. We're talking about LucasArts. Yes, from oh. the movies, dude. You following me? No, now I got okay. it. Now I got it. I'm he so, was a I'm special so jacked effects, up. dude. I'm so jacked up about Ray's parenting. He did right special now. effects for the lightsabers in the movie. Really? Yes. Can he get us in contact with the guys at Rebel Force Radio? <laughs> I don't know. Anywho, so we just want to say thank you again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Nick and Dave Mousecapades podcast. Listen to us next week as we're going to go, or it's called our American Pickers episode, I believe is what we're going to name it, something like that, where we're going to go to a listener's house and pick through all of their Disney stuff in their fungin. And they're, for real this time. Oh, yeah, for real this time. And they're wanting to sell some of that stuff, so you might hear us buttering with them uh, as we try to buy some of their memorabilia. And you're going to see pictures up on our podcast uh, notes page, and you'll be able to buy some stuff from them, and they'll have their contact information. Thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears. Today, it's the Jeff and Dave, Nick, or excuse me, I messed that one up. The Nick and Jeff Mousecapades podcast. You can always uh, go ahead and shoot us an email, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. You can text us. We've been getting a crap ton of texts lately, buddy, about show ideas and, and how people are calling, not calling in, but they're texting in saying, hey, I liked this show. I liked how you did, you know, I like your new format. I like how you talked about trip planning and I stuff like, like I that. I like Jeff a whole lot. Right. right. Don't forget to let us know about the new Star Wars. Oh, sure and thing. Just, sure yeah, thing. Experiences. Send us pictures. Send us stories. And, and you can text us anytime, 407-674-0414. Follow us on Facebook, Twi- Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. And listen to us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Hey, Jeff, may the force be with you, May the friend. force also be with you. Peace. Have a magical day.
fire glows bright on this planet tonight. Not a Jedi to be seen. A galaxy gripped in turmoil. We've locked up the ex-queen. And the force is howling like this swirling storm inside. Couldn't keep it in, not since Mother died. Ignore the fear, ignore the hate. No relationships, it's not so great. Conceal, don't feel, don't try to hide from the dark side. Let it flow, let it flow. Can't hold it back anymore. Let it flow, let it flow. I'll save my wife and end this war. I pledge myself to you this day. Let the force rage on. The Jedi only held me back anyway. It's funny how the dark side makes everything seem small. And the younglings that I've murdered can't get to me at all. It's time to see what I can do. The Empire's here, the Republic, it is through. No rights, no wrong, no rules for me. I'm free. Let it flow, let it flow, I am one with the dark side. Let it flow, let it flow, this is the end of the Jedi. If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. What do you ask of me? Go to the Mustafa system, wipe out Viceroy Gunley. The other separatist leaders. My power passes through the air to close the door. My deadly lightsaber will help your body meet the floor. My super reflexes reflect your laser blast. I'm never going back. The Jedi are the Let it flow, let it flow, the Jedi Knight.